0: Life, 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 life. Life.
1: After now, 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 now. Hello and welcome to the Life After Now podcast. I'm your host, Liz Balsoni. I'm a communication studies major at St. Catherine University in St. Paul, Minnesota. This podcast is a place for young people like you to gather information about education and think about what it means for your life after now. You'll be able to connect with inspirational guests who have firsthand experience and expertise surrounding education in Minnesota. So, today I'll be talking with Asha Mahmood, a former community advisor at the University of Minnesota. Asha, thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Liz. Thank you for having me. Of course, yeah. Before we dive in, I have a fun little icebreaker. Um, so, if you could give any advice or words of affirmation to your high school self, what would you say?
0: So when I was in high school I, and I was going and applying to colleges, I really didn't know what I wanted to do as a major or as a career path. Um, so I would tell myself, you don't have to have it all figured out, and it's okay if you don't know what you want to major in. So I just had a lot of doubts about going to college because I didn't have it ever, like my whole life planned out, and I felt like that was what, what I was supposed to have. Um, so I just want to tell myself that it's okay uh, and remember who you are Um, let the world see you as you are and the complex human being that you are. You're not just your career and that's not what solely defines you as a person. So it's okay and your main goal should be to experience life and, you know, be happy. So I think that I sometimes focus too hard on the kind of career work school Uh, and so I want to tell myself that it's okay to delve into my creative side and and do the things that truly fill my cup and you know pour into me as I pour into it so yeah focus on your creative endeavors yeah
1: it sounds like you know focusing or prioritizing Yourself is a big part of college because it's one of the biggest decisions that you you make for yourself, and put a lot of you invest and put a lot of time into yourself. So you should really savor that. I love your advice. Let's talk about your experience as an RA or residence advisor at the University of Minnesota. Could you define that term for our audience?
0: So a residence advisor or a residence assistant, an RA, is a live-in student who basically is responsible for taking care of the residence hall. We organize dorm events, activities, uh, kind of enforce dorm rules, uh, mediate conflicts like roommate conflicts and things like that. Um, After hours, when there's something going on in the hall that needs to be addressed, they'd call the RA. And so we'd have this little flip phone that we'd answer to address any after hours concerns for residents and things like that.
1: How did you learn about being a community advisor and why did you apply?
0: Yeah, so when I was in high school, I went to St. Louis Park Senior High School uh, and we had a panel of college students speak about their experiences in college. And one of the speakers was an RA and they talked about their experiences being like, they called it being a dorm mom. Um, And so I remember being interested because she mentioned that she got a discount on her room and board when she became an RA. And so I really wanted to have the experience of being on campus, but I also, just a little bit of background about me, um, I'm a Somali immigrant, so I'm a first-generation immigrant. Um, I was born in Africa, I was born in uh, Uganda, and I came here when I was around two. So when my family thought about, like, me going to college and I have some older siblings who already went through their college process but living on campus was something that was not like an option in my family like it wasn't something that it was it wasn't a norm it wasn't something that was common um and so even in my culture I'm Somali so it's just very common for people to stay at home and be commuters but I really wanted to experience campus life so this this concept of like being an RA and, and living on campus um, and getting that discounted room and board so that I could afford it was really appealing to me. Um, so I applied later because as I spent my freshman year as a commuter. Um, so I took the bus every single day. <laughs> I took the bus, the city bus, every single day to school. And I took every single day home. And it was, I think, was like an hour commute. And so, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who definitely can can be commuter and the commuting life has its own benefits but in my experience and for me like I really wanted to be the first in my family to go live on campus and being an RA was the way
1: that I could do that um, so I really wanted to experience campus life. So when you applied what did you expect of the position you know what did you expect your responsibilities to be and how, were those the same did anything surprise you?
0: Yeah so The day-to-day expectations of being a CA, so basically you work on on a team of, um, and I'm going to use the word CA and RA interchangeably, Um, they're just kind of different ways to explain the same role, but when I was a CA, my day-to-day experience is I worked on a team of about 13 CAs, and we were on circulating duty shifts, Um, and so when you're on duty, you kind of are on call. You do need to do rounds where you walk the building and make sure everything looks right. Sometimes you'd come across something like a broken elevator or a you know broken exit sign or something like that, uh, and so you'd put in a fix it. Uh, make you know make sure the ma- maintenance gets to it. Or you know you do wellness checks on residents. Sometimes you even respond to emergency situations, uh, especially on like kind of weekends and like holiday nights and so you're kind of in charge of setting the tone on the floor and you're also that person who makes sure everyone's good.
1: So some of our listeners might hear what you're saying and think it sounds like a great position but they're not quite sure if it's a fit for them and you had mentioned earlier that uh, the, the student panelists that visited your high school said it's kind of like a a dorm mom position some people might not identify with with that kind of mm-hmm. characteristic and so what do you say for people who don't think they don't fit the RA position
0: yeah i i would say cuz i honestly did not think that i was going to be a good fit for the RA position myself um i remember thinking back then i was like uh yeah i'm definitely not that i don't give that energy of like being a big sibling, like, kind of taking care of others. I didn't know if that was right for me because, like, I'm also one of the youngest in my family, so I'm very much on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd say that there's no single type of person that's a good fit for the role. I, I recommend it highly to people who are interested in community building, and for me, like, it was really, really, it was a really great experience.
1: So what are some of the benefits for people who who do want to pursue this? What do you get out of being an RA?
0: A ton. So much. Um, so, so much of the skills that you learn while being an RA are transferable to so many different fields and industries and like... I can say this from like experience of like responding to emergency situations. Like I am not in healthcare, but if I were in going into healthcare, that would be something that I could easily translate into my future of like having the the ability to stay calm under pressure, or have the ability to kind of be a first responder um, before you know an EMS comes. Or on the other side of it, because I am a I'm now in, in design and communications, and so. I had to design flyers for my events and I would make pumpkin painting events for fall or I'd make a, you know, movie night flyer. And so I got to use those flyers that I created as an example for my internship right after college um, of my graphic design skills. So it's a really transferable role. And I think that you can find it to be a segue into any career Uh, And you can find that relational point. And if not, those uh, interpersonal connections and those uh, interpersonal skills that you build are transferable to every dimension of life, no matter what it is. And I think that I definitely have bloomed into more of an extrovert than I was before because I was very shy when I was younger. So I didn't really have as much of a voice Like that I could just, you know, talk to people and like not care about it. But being an RA really got me past that. And I I learned to communicate with people because there was a reason to, because I had to, because that was what my role was. But it also helped me take those skills into my own life.
1: So it sounds like you have a lot of skills that you carry with you after graduation. And that's a really great reason to join or to, to be an RA. So for people who are interested in pursuing this opportunity, how can they start the process and what are some resources or tips that you can share?
0: So I have a couple of of resources that I can share in the show notes, but you can look up any university that you're interested in and you can put in either housing and residential life or become an RA next to it. And if you can find that housing and residential life page, usually you'll find information on what their housing and residential life program is and how being an RA works at your specific college or university. I think that it really differs based off of public or private colleges um, and the perks also differ. And so there are a lot of different programs out there. So research and see what the requirements are. And usually you can fulfill those requirements and apply, I think, by your second year of college. Um, or if you transfer, you know, that could be as soon as you transfer or, you know, there's there's options. And the second resource I'd plug is um, called ACUOI. So if you're a current RA or a CAI, I went into the ACUOI program and akuOI stands for American Colleges and Universities Housing Opportunities. Uh, and so, Akuoai is basically like an RA exchange program. So, if you become an RA and you want to go and be an RA at a different college just for the summer or the next, or like, you know, for a student exchange for over a semester, you can go through the Akuoai program and get placed in the United States and even internationally um, into a different college or program. And so I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston for that. And so I worked at at Berkeley and it was such an amazing experience because I'm really interested in music. So I got to just kind of be an R- RA over there and like my role was actually a little bit different, but it was so it was such an amazing experience. Um and so I would not have been able to to do any of that if it weren't for me becoming an RA. So Yeah, I'd say that definitely check those out. And um, if you have any questions, like uh, reach out to your local university or um, the program that you're interested in and they can definitely connect you.
1: Yeah, so it sounds like you can kind of be a part of lots of different communities as an RA, whether it's traveling across the country or staying on your own campus. And speaking of community, that is one of the major benefits of being an RA is you get to create a positive learning environment and safe community for residents. So for students who either for financial reasons or because of distance learning don't have the option to live on campus, how do you suggest that they engage in those positive and and safe communities on campus?
0: I really want to emphasize that it's really important to create that space for yourself for a positive learning environment. Um I guess my experiences, because I just graduated this this May. So I kind of been through the college experience. And I'd say that you have to you gotta find your study spots. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. I'm sure you can you also know this, Liz. But just when you go to When you're going through your classes and stuff, you're going to have to sit and grind for, you know, about like your classes and you got to really work hard. And I think that's something that helps is having a learning space that is conducive to your learning style. So if you need a little bit of a distraction, maybe a coffee shop is good for you. If you like to have that, you know, know, drink on the side, like the little Starbucks or whatever. mysterious coffee shop girl yeah you know pull up the the lo-fi study beats to you know Mm -hmm. relax to, or you can have that uh or you know if you need that really quiet silent library then there's that option where you can go to your local you know college library um or the public library and just kind of put in your earbuds and grind so you just kind of have to find your space and if that is your bedroom versus that is a coffee shop or that is a library or that is in your hammock outside like in the sun it does not matter if you get that if you have that space and it works for you it works for you and so I think that
1: that was what I would advice I would give is you have to really find what works for you. So as you reflect on being a student during the past year like you said and congratulations on graduating by the way you made it um so you were a student like a lot of us during a nationwide reckoning with racial and social injustice especially in this state such immediate instances of police violence we also were students during a pandemic distance learning uh and so much more that's just just, just a few examples of some of the challenges that students faced this year so what are your parting words for listeners um, based on kind of what you've said today? What do you hope life after now looks like for students? Community serves such an
0: important role in our well-being. And I think the best way to like continue life after now would be to live in a place where a community comes first and that we care about each other's well-being before we care about getting, you know, Things done or work done, and I I think that somebody once told me like, rest is revolutionary, and I really agree with that sentiment. And I think that taking time to yourself and really just resting and taking care of your well being, and t- making sure the people around you are good, is so powerful. And I think that that is one of the foundations of building a good good community is filling your own cup. And I said this earlier making sure to fill your cup and being around people who will fill you up as you fill them up and kind of having that mutual, um, mutual reception. And, and I think also mutual aid, you know, and mutual, mutual aid is so important. And I think, you know, just in Minneapolis have lately, cause I'm from Minneapolis and, um, just seeing all the community outside, you know, supporting the protests and you know the memorial uh the George Floyd memorial and just kind of being out there and you know bringing yourself to the table and like bringing yourself to those spaces you can really understand what true community looks like and so I think that that is the goal on your college campuses um in your home in your in your neighborhoods yeah that's what I hope that life after now can look like can look like
1: thank you I really appreciate your words about Rest being revolutionary. And I would add to that, um, as young people and just just based whoever you are, taking care of yourself as an act of resistance against the powers mm-hmm. that are just Word. meaning to to take you down or even just to, to make life hard. So take care of yourself because that's revolutionary, right? So thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your experience about being a CA and offering some words of encouragement. Thank you, Liz. I love this this podcast. I love what you're doing. Um, and you know, keep doing you. I love it. All right, before we end here, I want to give a quick shout out to our listeners. Thanks so much for joining us today. This podcast was brought to you by the Minnesota Office of Higher Education. I encourage you to dig into the resources mentioned in this episode, which you can find in the show notes on our website at lifeafternowpodcast.mn.gov. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time, I'm Liz Balsoni. Stay well, stay hopeful, and stay ready because you all are the future.